Listeners be advised. The Holiloquy podcast discuss matters related to the human experience and many that are sexual in nature. Due to this, some conversations may surround triggering topics such as sexual violence, self-harm, abuse, and much more. Please be advised, a list of crisis and psychological resources will be available in the show notes of this episode. With that said, let's get started with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Breathe normally as oxygen is flowing even if the mask does not Make sure you adjust your own mask before helping others. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson, and for you freaky motherfuckers out there, Sebastian Adams. On today's episode, we're, you know, making sure that we stay protected, you know, we putting on some little sleeves on our bodies, you know, just a little condom. I don't know why I said it like that. Calling them. Okay. Anyways, now it's going to sound like a weird word. Damn it. Fuck. Anyways, we're talking about condom usage today. And on the podcast, I have Fortis coming back on the damn podcast to, you know, continue to bring us some knowledge. How are you doing today, good sir? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. It's a beautiful Sunday. Life is good. I'm in a very high spirit. It's been a long day, low-key, but not in a bad way. Just been very active. But so I'm here. I'm here. So today we are talking about condom usage. And I want to just start this up by, you know what? Let's go to court. You know, we're at court and we need to figure out raw v safe sex that is well actually no let's not even take this to court we need to battle this shit out so it's versus fuck the v raw versus safe sex where you stand and like we'll go from there are you pro raw or pro safe yikes so that's very (laughs) that's very very interesting that you asked that because I tried it both ways. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, I would say raw, but it's under certain circumstances. Mm. So, of course, I would say condom condom is all the way when you have some type of skepticism about dealing with the other party. I would say that. Mm. And also that just being at all times, that's also considering like for your own safety risk. So I always would say, be on the safe side, just do condoms. Now, if you know this person on an intimate level and you just know if they are very open and vulnerable by their sexual history and they verify that, then yes, I'm I'm good with doing the um raw. Oh, you said a word right there. He said verify it. Like, oh, like, okay. So my stance, I'm a safe sex 
only nigga until I'm in like an intimate relationship with a person. Right. But also I'm open to, you know, exploring raw with a person. If we've been engaged for some time, uh, even if we're non-monogamous in our engagement, but within that, we are also regularly getting tested. Everybody's on prep, all these things to ensure that our sexual health is like top tier. Like mm -hmm. the thing is, like you said, being raw with somebody that you trust and that you find like you're intimate with and things of that nature. I, the reason why I will say I'm so against raw sex, not to shame anybody who does it, like, do you, it's the lack of sexual education that so many people have. And because there's such a huge lack of that education, I find it hard to really trust people to have that raw sex with. I mean, people are not testing themselves regularly. They're not testing themselves between partners. Um, well, if you're if you find yourself out here interacting with multiple people throughout a week and each of those encounters, you're not wearing a condom and you expect somebody who's either new to that um, rotation or someone, um, you know, that you probably hooked up with in the past and now returning to, you expect them to full heartedly just trust your sexual like history and just believe that you've been tested that you've been doing everything that you're supposed to do without any proof or anything to show that oh no i have these results i've gotten tested for this i got all these things in order i'm on prep blah 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 blah. it's like there's a healthy skepticism here like right. when it comes to stis they don't just form overnight they take time like <laughs> it takes i think 12 to 14 days, probably 21 days for chlamydia to show up in your blood reports. Uh, it takes uh, about a month for uh, gonorrhea. No, it might be chlamydia that takes a month and gonorrhea two weeks and syphilis about 21 days. But anyway, there's a time frame <laughs> before these things appear up in your blood system or shows any kind of symptoms. So you probably had something for some time and you're just fucking enjoying yourself like continue to do you but you're exposing people to different things um that you're not aware of for yourself and many stis do not have symptoms most definitely for men like mm -hmm. so it's like <laughs> there's more things out here that we do need to protect ourselves from and i am a firm believer that when it comes to your sexual health it is personal so you do have to be the uh the number one spokesperson for your own health regardless so that means if you are engaging with people tell them that hey this is the only way that we go uh if you don't want it then I, <laughs> you don't want me and leave it at that and that's that's fine and that's like if you have to find somebody else find somebody else um but anyways so do you have because you you said that um pretty much you were stumped at the beginning um, <laughs> is there a reason why um, you were a little bit hesitant or like was there certain experiences as you aged that uh, made you more comfortable with uh, performing raw sex with other people or um, or anything that made you want to like just take a step take a step back from raw sex and just implement more you know safe practices and whatnot 
Yes, as a matter of fact, so my first sexual experience was actually about two years ago now. It was actually two years ago. And my it was actually raw sex. So, I mean, I enjoyed it. But then again, I will say this. This was something that I should have been more mindful of because around that period of time, I guess you can say, I guess my thing was I was it was a little sketchy with the guy. I really didn't take in consideration of all the things that was going on because I was just like, this was my first hookup and everything to that nature. So I was kind of excited. Mm-hmm. And so when we did, because actually it all started with just giving him head. That's how it all started. So we did not do anal sex until maybe like a week later and all that. Now, the sex was fine and everything like that. But I do remember, if I remember correctly, I do think he mentioned he, had, he didn't have a condom. Mm-hmm. And I was, and my I myself, I was kind of like, dang, like maybe I need a condom. Like I should have bought some condoms, but I was like, no, nah, we good. So I just did it anyway. Mm-hmm. So, to make the long story short, you know, it was maybe about ever since I had, now, mind you, I'm going to be honest with you. He did not do the whole full thing. He did not ejaculate inside me or anything like that. Because quite frankly speaking, that was my first time having anal sex. And it was painful like, you know what? I ain't going to even lie to you. So I couldn't even finish it. But I will say this. I will say that from that experience, I have become more educated on the importance of it. Because him, that particular person, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's where I had my first experience and probably have contracting a disease like chlamydia. Mm. And I was completely unaware of it to maybe like maybe about really about maybe a month or so later. So that's when I became more conscientious of it. And that's when I've been so paranoid to the point where I used to go to the health clinic every time. Like every time when I would meet someone, I would go to the health clinic. And I have been on prep and everything to that nature. So it did help alleviate some stress. Mm. So with that being said, I would say that that's why I'm a little conflicted because with the sexual experience I had and then the people I have met because I nothing against the first guy I had did it with. It was just one of those moments. But there was other guys I have met, and they have been very, how can I say it, very um reluctant to use condom. Mm. So oftentimes it did kind of put me in a position where, dang, am I? I'm like, am I giving myself into temptation just for some one night of pleasure, and then I end up messing myself up, messing myself up in the long run. So that's why I had to take in consideration of. Ah. So, that that, make, that makes sense. Um, there's actually uh, some things that I actually want to double back and mm-hmm. discuss more thoroughly. We definitely need to talk about the reluctance uh, of these men in terms of wanting to use condoms because I've experienced mm-hmm. something like that myself. Actually, very mm-hmm. often I've experienced that, and I'm just like, motherfucker, you're messing with the wrong person. If <laughs> like, uh, I, like even last night. I had to tell somebody, look, I'm actually a sex educator and like Mm -hmm. um, me not wanting to perform, like have sex without a condom. There's reasons behind that. Um, Mm -hmm. And I don't know your level of education when it comes to STIs. So like we, this is a conversation that needs to happen. Um, So we're not just going to automatically just have raw sex. And you are just now reaching out to me like, messaging me for the first time to meet up nigga i don't know you like (laughs) we need to have these conversations what are your results and like and then even saying that oh the last time they were tested was in november i'm like fam it's been a few months (laughs) a lot of shit can happen from november to january a lot of things hiv is not the only thing out here but that's that's a conversation that i 
we will definitely go into, but I do want to ask about the experience, like if you're comfortable with talking about it in mm-hmm. terms of like your first time with this person, you mentioned that it's, it was painful and mm-hmm. I'm of the mindset, uh, most definitely comparing with my first experience with anal compared to other individuals, because mine was not, it was a little bit discomfort, but it wasn't painful. Uh, and I just wanted to uh, understand exactly what was going on with you and your experience and even compare it to some of the experiences I've heard about with other people too who bought them so what was that like was there like a lack of lube being used was there a lack of patience like exactly what was it that was called making it a little bit more painful than you know experiences afterwards so the first very first one was lube it was a lack of lube Mm-hmm. Honestly speaking, the only thing that they had available around that period of time was actually coconut oil. Now, they was all they were very natural and everything like that. And I respect them for that because I'm natural too. But I have learned that after doing that, that they say coconut um, oil is not very good for a lube. Mm-hmm. It's not especially for anal sex. So that was the first thing that was messed up. Then, of course, we was, he was big. So I ain't going to even lie to you. So my eager behind just wanted to experience that and i think that would mess it up right there in itself so i think i was being i did i took more than i could actually um you know that i can do that makes sense um like this for other people who may be on the natural wave a good natural lube that you can make it at home uh it doesn't last as long but it's still very earthy you can um it comes from a plant and that's using aloe, aloe, water, like just pull up the ingredients to <laughs> know exactly how you do it. But I think it's essentially boiling some water, adding some aloe, and it does create a, a kind of like a water-based loop from that. Um, I don't know all that you need to put in there. Just look it up. Just look up okay. aloe loop and it will give you everything that you need and how to make it. So that's one thing. For those in the future who wants to go that route but yeah coconut oil is not it that's not your girl that's not your friend because that's a <laughs> one of those things yeah body heat does make coconut oil a little bit you know easy to rub in but it's more of i guess the word would be moisturizer and not a lubricant like in those situations granted do not do this people do not do this there's a reason I'll tell you why, but it would have been better to have used like a baby oil or even um, what is it? Most emphasis was raw baby oil or some form of lotion for the penetration, because that would have provided a lot more lube, like made, made it a little bit easier for penetration. However, you don't want to utilize either one of those because there are oils in those that will actually irritate your skin, like the inside of your body. Those are not meant for internal use people do not put lotion on your dick and put it in somebody's body the holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression when it comes to sexual expression we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually for those who have not learned this by now the stuff you see in porn is not real Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. 
The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss include kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. Meant for internal use, people. Do not put lotion on your dick and put it in somebody's body. No. That burns. <laughs> the same for um, baby oil. Do not do that either. That also has chemicals in it that will burn the insides of your body. It's not meant for internal use. Just putting it out there. But that still would have been a little bit better than the coconut oil. You still would have been burning. <laughs> but <laughs> it would would not have hurt as much. Um, but the, the main reason I asked is because uh, I think for a lot of people who do bottom, they have that negative first time experience where it is painful for them, uh, regardless of how big the dude's dick is, because either the person who's topping them is someone who lacks patience, uh, who um, doesn't know exactly what they're doing. Because some people just assume, oh, they do this in the porn, I might, I can do it too. And not knowing what preparation this person has gone through in order for them to do whatever the hell they do. Uh, like I saw a, a video today where there was this dude with a pretty big dick just went straight into this bottom's ass. And I'm like, there was no loop here. <laughs> How did you go in that smoothly? But at the same time, they could have been fucking before the, they started recording. On top of that, I don't know what kind of lubricant, if uh, any, that the bottom already had. I don't know if this is somebody who's used to being fisted and they're, you know, had a session the day before, so they're still a little bit loose. I don't know what the case is, but they just went straight in. But that's not every person. That's not everybody. So most definitely somebody on their first time. They're not going to be able to just easily uh, insert a penis into the body. Like, I've been having sex for, what, over, how old am I right now? I'm 29. Um, oh, for almost 10 years. Um, oh, and with that, it's still a problem with me when it comes to penetration. Like, it, it takes time. Uh, and if a person doesn't have that patience, then they're probably not the person that you should be hooking up with. So anybody who's going down that bottom journey or anyone who wants to try anal for the first time, make sure you find somebody that's patient um, and willing to give your body time to relax. Anal tearing is a horrible thing. Um, and rushing that process is not okay. L- use lube to make it a lot more easy too. So that's just my PSA on that. So... The other part of that, (laughs) to go back, is um, did these other individuals, uh, including that person, um, mention why they were reluctant reluctant to um, use a condom or anything like that? The very first guy never specified his reasoning behind it. I'm assuming that he's very experienced because he was averse. So he was able to take he was able to take it without no issues. Hmm. It was like it was just nothing to him. So I guess with that being said, I guess that's why he wasn't as bothered by it as I was because he was he was just very confident. I do respect him for that. 
But another thing, adding on to that other thing, the third thing that was messed up was kind of the rough sex. It was kind of rough. Mm. So it was fast paced. And that was another thing I was trying to be conscientious of because that's like you said before, sometimes they get impatient. But in his case, he was like a energizer bunny. I think he just like, you know, he could go on and on because he did not come too quick. That's he had a lot of stamina. He really did. So I couldn't handle that. I'm not going to tell you no story. Now, as for the rest of these guys I had messed around with, now, there was one that I never really even got sexual with. He was a bottom. Now, the reason behind that was he had he had mentioned that he was interested in raw sex. So that means he loved guys coming inside him. And he also had this kink where he would actually do something, what they actually call it felching. Felching is when, yeah. So felching is whenever a guy ejaculates inside of a bottom. And after they finish ejaculating inside him, they would ask that bottom to kind of, um, you know, expel that sperm and put it in their mouth, basically. Mm. Yeah, so he was into that. So basically, that was one of the things that I never, and trust me, I have never really on top to him. That was something that he wanted to do. And that's when I was like, nah, I'm good on that. That's interesting. I never really heard of that term. Uh, I, I've seen that action before i just never knew what that was called right um but that's good to know felching mm-hmm. but <laughs> but like i i know some people who do have like a breeding kink like mm-hmm. uh, there was a dude who uh, wanted uh, me to top them and um they were like well you know we could fool around i just want like before you come or anything like that just to like you know ejaculate inside of him and whatnot and you know i thought about it um and i was like "Mm, i don't know again i i I need these test results (laughs) people i just i just need them uh it, it makes me more comfortable in engaging because it's like i want to make sure that this is a risk free uh, exchange where mm-hmm. uh, I don't have to worry about having a conversation with someone that I'm actually looking to, you know, be long term with about, oh, okay, so this is what happened. Uh, I'm, you know, you know, I'm out here being a hoe and I engaged in sex with this person. I end up catching something. And now we have to have this conversation about where our relationship is going to go. And I don't want, I just, I just don't want to be in that that space um most definitely if it's somebody that i really really see myself being with like for the long term and and if i lose that opportunity because someone else um wasn't doing their due diligence in their own testing like yeah i i will be mad at that individual but i'm also gonna be mad at myself because i did that to myself I didn't do my due diligence to ensure that my life and my quality of experience with this person that I, uh, I enjoy, you know, would be ruined because of this. So it's like, that's the kind of stuff that comes, goes into my head whenever I think about these um, potential unprotected sex exchanges that people ask me to be a part of. Right. But um, I don't know, like, I know some of the reluctancy that I've seen over the years is always related to um, someone saying, oh, it doesn't feel the same. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. But this is you. You want to have sex with me, correct? So this is my guidelines for my body. If that doesn't fit your liking, 
then we don't have to continue to have this conversation. Yet they still want to engage, want to be like, but you know, I've done this, I've done that, but you not you're not getting the 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 baseline here. You're not getting the point, which is if it's uh, no no glove, no love. That's that's where that's where we are. <laughs> right. like, have you ever heard? Anybody using that as a reason behind them not wanting to use a condom? Yes. And as a matter of fact, that is why I didn't have much. I don't have much bottoming experience because actually guys would actually like decline it because they would actually say that if I want to use a condom, is that's a no-go. That's a no-go for them, basically. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, okay, well, that's cool with me. I said, but, you know, there is a such thing as bare skin made by a Trojan or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, but oh, but I guess I don't know nothing. Look, so bare skin by Trojan. I think uh, same uh, same name with skin, which is the non latex company. Like there's options out here. Like one of the things that I've come accustomed to with these same people who be trying to like use that reasoning is that it's not a huge difference. It's all yeah. mental at the end of the day like yeah is is there a barrier there do you notice the barrier yeah of course for the most part you can notice the barrier but once you're actually engaging in sex with this person it really disappears like like this is why when it comes to victims of being stealth they will tell you that they didn't know that their partner took the condom off because you don't notice you don't feel the difference uh, for somebody on the receiving end and somebody on like the giving end of that, if the person who's receiving the dick cannot see a difference or feel a difference, why is it that you can? Exactly. And this is also somebody who has topped somebody before. I did not feel a difference. <laughs> did it, huh. I, was I enjoy, enjoying the sex? Of course. It's, it is what it is. It's great. Even when it comes to like using some of my masturbatory toys, because one, I don't feel like going that deep into cleaning these motherfuckers out. So I <laughs> use a condom when I use right. those toys. <laughs> so it's right. like, it still feels good. It still feels good. It's all, uh, it's all mental. So um, if you feel like you're one of those people who does, you know, cannot tell the difference. Okay cool i respect that but get a get some condoms multiple they're very pricey these days that's your problem to deal with (laughs) but go get you some condoms put that motherfucker on get you some lube get some water-based lube don't get oil-based lube because that's just going to eat up the damn condom exactly same thing with silicone get you some water-based lube and jack yourself off you will see a difference. Keep doing that on a recurring basis. Before long, you're going to have your dick up. Your dick is going to be strong, stronger than where it used to be. Because look, if a condom makes your dick limp, talk to me, somebody. Talk to me, somebody. That's all I'm saying. If the condom makes your dick limp, is it really as strong as it should be? Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying. Ain't no way I'm going to let a glove make my nigga go down. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Not to shame y'all, but um, think about it. Think about it. Get your strength up. Get your strength up. Jack that shit with the condom. Mm-hmm. It feels good. <laughs> you ain't lying about that. So, uh, have you yourself experienced a moment where, like, you 
put on a condom and your um dick just went soft or no? Yeah, actually, yeah. So as a matter of fact. Mm. Was a get, your str- get your dick strength up. I'm just I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> now to be fair, to be, <laughs> to be fair, this was a second go round. So what happened okay, was okay. I went in raw with him the first time. Mm-hmm. But after that, I think we talked about this a, a thing previously, but yeah, the guy after I had ejaculated in him, he expelled both come and some, you know shit so mm. that's when i was like okay okay dokie then so for our next go round, we just gonna i'm just gonna go in with a condom this time because i was like oh this ain't gonna work for me mm. hey that makes sense to me my thing yeah. is, so you know i i'd be hearing a lot of um bottom shaming in terms of um, you know, you gotta make sure that ass is cleaned out and all this other stuff and I'm like, most bottoms, they, you know they get through their processes the ass, squeaky clean they did their little douching, their enema all the stuff that they need to do and I'm like, you cannot blame a bottom for anything that happens to come up on your dick, because one, is the body two, why are you not wearing a condom? Three, it's like you know what's what comes out in this uh, from this hole. So why are you surprised? But the thing is, the way I see it, when someone has shit that comes out on their dick, they probably deserved it. They probably been a shitty person. And the universe was like, "Bam, bitch!" And look what happened. Right. She don't now, now on a side note, I didn't want to put some tell you something. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think I even told you this. So I have actually met a few talks that actually would prefer their bonds to be not thoroughly clean because they say it's the natural lube. That's how they see it. Mm. I did not know that. I really did not know that. So it was kind of an enlightening enlightening moment when I was like, dang, so y'all into that type of thing? And I'm not judging. It was just mm-hmm. that it was new to me, though. Because, you know, most times I have seen, you know, porn videos where the bonds are clean down there. They're thoroughly clean. Mm-hmm. It was all, you know, so that's why I was surprised. So that did was something I wanted to tell you because I had met a guy like that before that was into that. Sounds like he into scat, which is all good. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Like, do whatever you want to do. Like, and I can right. actually see why they can make that uh, argument that it is a natural loop because, like, it slides out a lot better than a, a dry dick. That's right. like legit. When you take a shit, there's no lube that you, only thing that is really being utilized in that moment is just the mucus which is a low amount that is already within the anal canal and that's it it just slides out for the most part unless it's very dry and all this other shit and you constipated that's a different kind of conversation (laughs) but (laughs) it usually just slides on out so i get why somebody will actually make that argument that it's a natural lube because it's a lot more smooth than just spit. Um, but like, yeah, spit is not a good lube. It's not. Don't use spit for lube, people. Use actual lube. Like, mm-hmm. I, I understand things are expensive out here, real expensive, but get you some actual lube. It, it makes it makes the sexual experience a lot more pleasurable for the person who's receiving, and that goes for vaginal sex and anal sex, mm-hmm. and even oral sex if you like some um, flavored lube. So, like, come on, there's so many options. Um, that was something uh, I wanted to speak on in terms of like, um, oh, oh, uh, I think it was dealing with. 
of course it's dealing with anal um but uh i forgot i totally forgot where i was going on that anyways um what what is like when you do you you own toys right yes i do so what are some of the things that you keep in your own personal whole bag well for me i do keep of course my toys also i do keep let's see I do keep um enema bugs. I do like making I do like making my own concoction. So that's one of the things I love doing. So say for instance, if I already used the um the solution that was already in there that was prepackaged and I ran out of it, I do have a tendency to actually make my own. So what that involves is like it's weird. So don't judge me. So I do mix up mineral oil, sometimes glycerin, and certain essential oils. A lot of people don't realize this, but actually essential oil is very good for the digestive system because not only that it cleanses your system out, but it also helps with other things. I think it helps with I gotta look it back up because there are certain essential oils that you can use for animal usage mm-hmm. and it does have a good effect on it, it does clean you out. I will tell you, for one, whenever you can, look up more about orange essential oil. My personal experience, it has been good. Now, of course, I don't recommend adding, like, a lot because mm-hmm. essential oils are very powerful. You can include that. Also, you can include aloe vera because, you know, aloe vera is very soothing in general. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else. Um, That's pretty much it. Now, I have – now, I know this is not recommended. Now, sometimes if there <laughs> – now, sometimes if I'm a person that really needs uh, extra cleaning – just in case, just in case, depending on the guy's size, because I also learned from a verse. A verse said that they, they have taught me this. They were in the military. They have said based on what their experience was, like sometimes you can um, probably use a water bottle to clean yourself out. Mm-hmm. I I did not know that. So I actually had that experience too. So it was very interesting. But where was I going with this? Um, oh, God. You were talking about animals, so. Animals. <laughs> oh, yeah, animals. My bad. Animals. It was something else I include. Um, so oh, natural soaps, natural uh-huh. soap. So something like maybe Nubian Heritage or Shea Moisture. Mm. I may sometimes do that, but I don't do that frequently. I don't. I just want to put that out there because I know it's not good. But if I want to deep clean, just make sure I'm good. I'll do that. That's especially for those like if those guys are really big because you never know. You don't want them to go all the way up there. Then they, you know, something come falling down. So that's how I feel. <laughs> well, I feel like if something ends up, oh, I remember uh, what I was going to say, but uh, it, it's actually uh, relevant here. Uh, if something ends up coming down, it's like, look, it's the body. It The body does whatever the hell it does. And this is another reason why, you know, condom usage is great because like at the end of the day, uh, you still, I recommend cleaning yourself up at the sex regardless but it's easier to dispose of a dirty condom that has a little bit shit on it versus having to do a heavy clean on your dick because you decided to fuck raw and then there was a lot of shit but like it is what it is like just making an additional argument (laughs) no it's okay because i had a negative experience with that actually like i uh uh-huh no, no, go on. No, go on. No, uh, I was going to say that uh, I actually, um, about the water bottle situation, mm-hmm. that's actually like when I first started to like um, learn about douching a lot more, I actually used to use uh, a water bottle. Like I used to have my little, um, I guess this was my my starter pack of my whole bag. Uh-huh. Um 
but yeah, I used to just keep a specific water bottle in there that will I will only use explicitly for, you know, douching. Um, and then I learned, you know, internet doing what it needs to do, learn more about like fleet and also like the full bottle like douche that you can use, like um, many women use for themselves and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, but I always thought that was like too much. And I'm like, I just get the little squirt bottle and call it a damn day. Um, but like, but I will say the big douche is a lot more environmentally friendly than my usage but <laughs> but like you know um so like yeah a water bottle definitely can uh, work out is it a lot more efficient not really no um because one the water bottle itself will actually kind of dry you out um and on top of that you have to do more multiple like cleanings to make sure that you get yourself cleaned out. Uh, and that was right. a thing that was extremely time consuming. Uh, and that could be like an hour or hour and a half long process uh, for, you know, younger burn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, those, there's, there's options out here. Uh, what else do you have in your whole bag? Um, let's see. I got underwear and change of clothes. So mm -hmm. depending on the guys, the guys, cause sometimes some guys may like me in certain underwear, so I do bring that just in case. Body wash, lotion, can't forget that. Of course, I use Astro Glide because Astro Glide is good. Mm, it's a good brand. So I use that as well. Also, what else? I think that's pretty much it. I mean, yes, like I said, towel and washcloth just in case like I had to take a shower afterwards but over at their place. Just so I can be very prepared, just bringing a change of clothes and everything. I just mm. got to be prepared. Oh, so you you travel with a travel bag? Okay. I oh yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> no, for real, it's literally like in back of my like in in my trunk, like literally. So, <laughs> <laughs> Little bitch, you ain't gonna catch me slipping. I like that. I, mean, I, I need to step my game up. Apparently, uh, let me go ahead and find me a travel bag. <laughs> yeah, cause you never know. Oh yeah, and I do have condoms. I do actually have condoms. They came from the clinic, so I always keep a whole stack of them like with me at all times. So yeah, that's why I say I gotta be prepared. So I don't know. This is why I will always recommend going to the uh, clinic for your testing. Like it's yeah. fine to have a primary care physician and what have you. But they don't give you condoms when you go to get tested. Like, no. if, if you out here hoeing, hoeing, where you have to get yourself tested on a weekly basis and they know you by name or even a monthly basis and they still know your ass by name, like, oh, Vernon, so you still out here fucking bitch? You know the fuck I am. Like, we know this. But <laughs> if they know you on a first name basis because you come to the clinic that much, you know you leaving with a free some free condoms. Enjoy. <laughs> Rack up. Like, part of the reason okay if you out here getting tested on a regular basis and you are getting these free condoms and you're not using these free condoms you're more than with, like feel free to reach out to me via email you can uh email me at vscott at slatersplayhouse.com and i can send you a uh, address where you can just you know send your free condoms to me because <laughs> I don't mind accepting free condoms. I'm just right. saying, like, if you're not going to use them, lose them. I got you. That's exactly. awesome. But like, I, 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 
it's just not me. It's just not in me to do it. I, I just don't know what it is. I I think about it often about like, is there is it like a fear thing that makes me not want to um try it? Or is it just me not being comfortable? Like what is it? But I just think it's just not it's just not something for me, uh, raw sex. It like outside of a relationship, I just don't I don't want to share that energy with anybody that I'm not planning on being committed with. And, now that mm-hmm. oh my bad. Now that is deep because I will say that whenever you do that, like sexual energy, like that energy mm-hmm. exchange is very real. It can drain you. So definitely be careful with that because you can't create attachments by doing raw sex with people. Mm. So that is because like I said, I had some negative experiences. So that's why I say just be mindful of that. Exactly. Because I, uh, I know like even when um, there, there has been uh, moments in my past where someone, uh, I was stealth, I was a victim of stealthing. And, oh. and like when those things happen, I'm all over, like, worried about my health, and I'm like, even if I had a regular at the time, I'm just like, I don't want to hook up with you, even though I know that we'll be using a condom and everything like that, but one, I already have some trust issues about what just happened to me, two, um, I don't know what my health status is, so that's going to be an issue, three, now I have to go to the clinic or go to the hospital to get a drug, possibly file a report uh, for sexual assault, and then having to deal with that, go on these drugs, go through a treatment, and then have to be back here for another, like, three months after this, all because of one person thinking that they had control over my body. Like, so it's like, that's another reason why I'm just, like, a huge advocate for safe sex well safer sex practices is because i don't want anybody else having that thought in the back of their heads like oh my gosh what am i carrying that i did not invite upon myself no that's that's a real thing i do understand and i'm sorry you went through that experience i appreciate it but like it's it's worrisome i think people really do need to take a moment and just think about all the things that they do expose themselves to. And like, I think of the many women who found out that they had an STI because of their partner cheating on them, or even the men who experienced that, and uh, even non-binary people. And uh, something that many do not understand, regardless if you're top, bottom, receiving the dick, um, giving the dick, we all, it transfers, right? <laughs> it's like, it doesn't matter because uh, there's a belief most definitely in queer spaces that, oh, if I'm a top, I have a low uh, chance of catching uh, HIV. That's not true. Um, is it is it a reduced risk? Yes, but you still are at risk of catching it. It's mm-hmm. not that, oh, because I topped and they, they um, not topping me, I won't ever catch it. No, you can catch it. <laughs> if you're having raw sex, you can still catch it. It's it's uh it's it's spread through fluids, not through like just jackets. Like with most definitely when it comes to penetration, if you are um uh, the same way that the anus 
has micro tears that it can, you know, have, there's also bleeding that comes from those micro tears. So that means there's exposure to their, that person's bodily fluids. So you can still catch it <laughs> regardless of who you are. Like that's just how diseases work. The same way that you can easily c- catch chlamydia just by giving somebody oral. Like you people just get tested. That's all I'm saying. Huh, okay. Um, that went dark, I think. Um, <laughs> oh, no, it's good. No. Do you, is there anything that you would like to uh, also add as it relates to raw sex versus safe sex or just, you know, just sex in general? Um, yeah. I would just say this to anybody who's listening. I don't know. It doesn't matter if you're a top verse, bottom man, woman, by non binary, anything to that nature. Just know that you have a place. You just know you have a you have something to offer the people. Now you don't have to give it up to anybody, just anybody. That's the what. That's how I looked at it. So mm-hmm. if you don't feel if you feel uncomfortable with doing something, just say no. Mm-hmm. No, those two though, that two letter word itself is very powerful. Now also your fist and sometimes having a gun and pepper spray on you is very Ooh. powerful too. Now if they don't respect you for that, oh my. So with that being said, so just know your place. Just know that. It's okay to say no. If a person doesn't respect your um judgment, don't respect your level of thinking, then I think you should just like depart from that situation because sometimes you will encounter people that will compromise you in some way, mm. either mentally, emotionally, and all that. So that's why I tell people that because that happened to me. So just be careful. Hey, I appreciate your honesty. And I don't know what it is. I think season two is just the, the season about choosing violence because everybody's been quite violent this year in some some capacity. And I'm yeah, okay. I, I, do, I do apologize for that because I'm one of the, I, Look, I'm I one had, of the people. You good. Yeah, because I had an epiphany. And I think with my sex, with my sex capades, that's how I call it, my sex capades, my adventures. I had realized like I really kind of disrespected myself by allowing certain people into my into my personal space. Mm. So with that being said, I've been kind of just on an up and up with things. So that's why I'm kind of have this new energy. That's why I'm just like, uh-uh, I don't have time for that. So that's why I say there's power within a person's voice. There's power in the way you carry yourself. Hey man, we fucks with it. If you don't fuck with it, that's 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 on you. I fuck with it. <laughs> but I like that I like what you said there. Like you learned that, you know, you disrespected yourself by, you know, selecting or allowing certain people into your space. And I mm-hmm. understand that. That's a real last thing. Like mm-hmm. I I can name a few times where I disrespect myself because I know that I I deserved better. I could do better. And I need better for myself. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and just see how this plays out because either I'm horny, I'm feeling a little bit depressed, or I'm not seeing my own worth today. And I'm just seeking, or I'm just seeking the validation from another body that I don't want to provide for myself in this moment. So exactly. I get it. So on that note, let's go ahead and do a little bit of Never Have I Ever uh, and probably some other stuff. We shall Ooh. see. You know, I'm definitely going to do a sex question because it's been a while and I haven't been doing the sex questions in justice. So we're going to do a Never Have I Ever and possibly maybe two. Okay, we're going to do the Never Have I Ever, a sex question, and if we got time, do something else. Cool. Cool. You ready? Yes. Never have I ever had sex on the beach. 
Never, but that's something that I actually want to do. I want to do it on a full moon. <laughs> oh, well, you have fun with that, nigga. I have <laughs> not done that. Do I plan on doing it? Hell to the fucking no. Unless I have a cot. If there's a cot on the beach and then there's sex, I'm here for it. But sex on the beach, like if there's a towel and we're fucking, I'm not doing it. I'm just not. <laughs> Look, I... I I said it on another episode. I'm going to say it again. Sand is glass and glass is sand. Right. I'm not oh. fucking around with those fuck arounds because ain't no way I'm getting glass in my fucking dick. There's a, no way I'm getting glass in my damn ass. It may <laughs> rhyme. Look, glass and ass, look, you have it in the same fucking word. I don't want it in my body. That's all I'm saying. We're not doing that. <laughs> I, I respect that. I do respect that. Now but you got me second guessing now. <laughs> oh, no, do you? For y'all who want to do it, do it. Keep the coochies tight, keep the asshole tight, and keep the deep dick hole tight and enjoy yourself. Clear the area away. Make sure, well, you can't say make sure there's no sand because it's a beach. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but do everything possible to prevent sand from getting into those crevices because you don't want that problem. Who God, I, whew, I'm in pain thinking about it. Every time <laughs> I think about sex on the beach, I'm just thinking about a little small pebble being in my pee hole. And I'm just like, mm, I can't. Every time I pee, it, it burns. I don't know the feeling, but I can feel it. <laughs> Now for me, I would be worried about the water because they may it may ruin the vibe. Okay, maybe the cold water may have been doing something. Let's see, you know, I will be okay with the water. Um <laughs> I'm not saying I will fuck in the water. Right. Because <laughs> I don't need the mermaids and the mermans and the no. the squids, the damn jellyfish and everything else, the fish to be all all exposed and what the fuck is my body. Like nobody invited y'all, even though I'm in your living room. <laughs> look i'm not trying to catch crabs that way i'm not trying to catch crabs at all but <laughs> oh god i don't know i just mm. so ready for the sex question oh yes have you ever gotten hot at the thought of food as foreplay and have you ever had a wild fantasy involving a vegetable um actually yes but i have yet to actually commit to it Ooh. Explain. Um, so I have been really um obsessed with the idea of using a cucumber. I want to use an English cucumber. Mm-hmm. The only thing was is that I was like, okay, that's too long, and I'm not sure if I'm ready for that. So that's why I haven't committed to it. Also, I have considered like, let's see, maybe using tomatoes. It's weird. So tomatoes and just push it out. I, I Yo, don't judge me. I'm not judging. I'm intrigued. So as in, like, are you going to mash the tomatoes up and then, like, put those inside your body, like, syringe-wise, and then push it out? Like, we are we making tomato sausage? What's what's going on? Uh, uh, No, not like that. Okay. Not that thing. But no. (laughs) No, he just got an idea. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Never. No. No. It's sauce. I have thought about the idea of doing whipped cream and just push it out of me. Now I have thought about that. Mm. So I thought about I like that idea. I might try it one day, but that is another thing I was considering doing that. And also, oh no, this is what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I have thought I did want one, you know that candy like nerds on rope. Mm-hmm. I actually thought about sticking inside me. I did I want to try that as well. So, so yeah, you you saying what I'm hearing is that you want to be either one a a refrigerator, 
to a pantry? Both. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> he said both. I need I need a variety. I need options. <laughs> <laughs> you know that um that scene from uh, Austin Powers when um they like they are um pulling the stuff out of the bag and it looks like you know he's pulling out um old girl is pulling out his ass. Right. <laughs> That's just gonna be you. It's just like okay, what we got here? Okay, nerds, rope, cool. Oh, there's the whipped cream. Yes, good show now, baby. Yes, go ahead, good that out. Oh, I'm trying to make the sauce a bitch. Bring me back my fucking cucumber. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Question. Yeah. I'm not judging here. Oh yeah. Will you be eating the cucumber afterwards? No. I, see, I always wanted to ask because like I there well not for you, like there was like this um I think was it how to build a sex room that they did this, but they were talking about um, you know, using, you know vegetables for play and whatnot Mm -hmm. and they also i think i'm remembering it correctly i think this was the couple that lived in like a van and that that van really really she fixed that shit up she did what but um i feel like because they lived in the van and they wanted to engage in food play with vegetables i think the thought crossed my head uh, my mind like okay are we going to eat these vegetables afterwards since you do live in the van and it might take some time for y'all to get to a good healthy food source right so are we reusing these vegetables or once we play with them we're throwing these shits out so that's that's where my mind is at so since we're still on eating the vegetables if you used a condom on said vegetable and it was inserted inside your body, is it still worth eating or no? You know what? I have always thought of that and really and truly, I cannot provide a definite answer on that. I think it's a matter of preference. Now, if it's a mind thing, so this is how I see it. If you can somewhat, I guess, get over the fact that you use it as a sex toy, then so be it. But if you're one of those people like, oh, I just did this, like, I don't know how I feel about this. I feel like it's wrong because I already done put it on one end when it's supposed to actually go on the other end. Mm. So that is something to take into consideration of. Now, some people, there's nothing wrong. If you do that, you do that. If you eat the cute, you can always wash it off. I mean, you can do That's that. True. But yeah. but for me, I would just say this. I would just say, look, I knew what my intent was before using this um food. So I just say that was the, my only purpose of using it. And I, I thank it for its service, but I just had this. Thank you for your service. Now I will say, this is this is a little bit judgment. Yeah, look. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong. Yeah. This 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 judgment comes from from the heart and comes from love. If you just so happen to be one of those people in that camp of, okay, I use this vegetable and I'm going to eat this vegetable. Just know I'm not going to be eating at your house. Most definitely, right. if you fixing salads, bitch, because I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's one of the, and yeah, you're right about that because that's one of the reasons why I'm like, um, so yeah, I may use it, but I'm definitely going to dispose of it because I'm like, that that would not, that would be unsanitary and disrespectful, not only for them, but for yourself because why in the world would you do that? Like, if it's for you, do you, I love it for you. I, like, we could still hang out. I'm not going to actually judge you and your sexual actions. It's just, I, I'm just going to judge the food that you eat. 
because mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I need to go to the grocery store with you and watch you cook this food so I know that we good. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Like, that's it. That's it. I need to stop saying that's all I'm saying because I'm, I keep saying a lot more. <laughs> like, I had to get one of my uh, students uh, on that because he was just like, oh, say less, say less. And every time I say something, he'll be like he'll ask a question and then say i respond to it he says say less and then another question i was like nigga you keep saying say less and having me say more what which which one is it (laughs) (laughs) so i need to i need to calm down on that but like i i really do i really do wonder what that would be like because like i don't I don't want that person to feel as though I don't trust their cooking. I just don't right. trust your vegetables anymore. So we need <laughs> we need fresh items. Right. Like I know when I was uh, younger and whatnot, experimenting with different things in the house, you know, to toy around with just to, you know, get what a sensation feels like. Mm-hmm. I, I did use a screwdriver, like the back end of a screwdriver before. Ooh. Um and I did like after I use it, I will always wash it. And mm-hmm. I I don't know if I use condoms on it or not. I feel like I did. I just don't know where I got those condoms from. But <laughs> I will always like heavily wash the screwdriver, put it in bleach and all this other stuff as though I did not just use that on my body. Right. Uh, and it's like in the back of my head, I'm thinking, I hope nobody uses this screwdriver because I know where it's been. <laughs> so, right. like, even with that, I'm like, if I used a vegetable, I'm just like, I know where that's been. I need to throw it away because I don't want anybody to be out here gnawing on shit. And then it's like, you, you're gnawing on something that's been in my asshole. I don't know. Right. <laughs> and I just realized I did not really answer this question for myself. <laughs> Have I ever thought of food as foreplay? The answer is yes. Um, definitely open to like, you know, having somebody feed me foods, most definitely fruits and stuff like that uh, for foreplay, <clears throat> stuff like that. And and I haven't really thought about inserting any kind of vegetables inside of me. Uh, am I willing to do it? Possibly. Um, is it organic or not? I'm joking. <laughs> but I'm open to trying it, but the um, vegetable unfortunately has to go in the trash afterwards. Like, right. It was great little zucchini, but or a little <laughs> eggplant. You got to go. Right. <laughs> it's been real. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh God. Anyways, is there anything else that you would like to say before I end this episode? I would just like to say thank y'all so much for tuning in on this episode of Um Vernon's podcast. It's been a pleasure speaking to y'all, and I hope y'all enjoy your day and just be just be great. Yes, be great. So thank you so much, Fortis, for coming on to the podcast. You are always always a brilliant person to have on i love your insight um to the listeners out there thank you all so much for listening to the holy loopy podcast where we step out and speak on sexuality just in case no one else told you this today you are beautiful you are worthy of happiness and joy you are enough and then some you may not live up to the expectations of others but that is okay you are only required to walk in your own shoes may each day you live lead you towards abundance with that said 
Love you all and see you next episode. Bye. Yay, yay. Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.